Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Hilly, personal development advisor and NLP trainer here, and welcome to episode 135 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast intended to offer tips, tools, and strategies for effective living and effective relationships. So welcome to today's episode, episode 135, entitled How to Deal with Family Guilt. Before we get to that place, probably uh, allow me a little bit of a, a setup, a bit of a preamble here. Um, as we grow up, we grow up in a family system. So we do not grow up in isolation. We grow up affected by those around us. And we learn relative to developing our sense of self, what is and what isn't permissible within our family system. Um, and this very much shapes our development and our developmental maturity, depending on the things that our family did well and and, and the areas where our family was not so strong. Um, and how comfortable was the family with dealing with individual stances, dealing with anxiety, dealing with challenges, because all of these things really shaped and developed us as children and we learned to fit into our family and into our family's emotional field as part of getting on and being able to stay in the family. And then as we grow older, what we learned in these original situations about how to act, behave and think and respond in terms of anxiety and challenge um, really shapes our relationships going forward. You know, when we when we become adults, when we leave home um, and we enter into relationships with others, when we enter into professional relationships, we can carry a lot of this subtext, some of which we believe is us, but actually it was more our adaption to how we fitted in and supported our family system. So that one of the things that we're looking at here comes from... Um, systems thinking around families. Um, there are a number of good models around um, seeing where we fitted into our family and seeing our family as a system, um, not getting distracted by certain symptoms in the family, but rather how we all um, how we all come together, how we all contribute to a certain dynamic um, within the family. Let's say, for example, if we're talking about um, addiction in the family, maybe someone has a, a is an alcoholic, and then how do the family respond to having a family member that's an alcoholic? Are there some people that persecute that family member? Others come in to rescue, um, others choose to ignore, others join the person in the addiction, um, others enable by being the one who um, hides it from the external world. Um, how, how, how permissible is it to talk openly about having a family member with addiction or do we have secrets? Is it squashed down? Don't dare shame the family. Don't, don't dare share our secrets with anyone else. 
these are this is an example of how it can take a whole system to hold up um, dysfunction. Um, and when we do this, when we when we do this, it can come at a cost of our individual self. And this is what leads us on to the thing that we want to talk about today. Some of the ways, some of the methods for which the family manages its anxiety or challenges to its homeostatic kind of baseline. Here's our family. This is how we do things. There's certain topics we can discuss. There's certain things we can't. There's things that you can do. There's things that you can't. Um, and when we tend to see these, when when we tend to see these things exposed, is when the anxiety in the system grows. Maybe because the family's faced a personal tragedy, or um, somebody's got themselves into some sort of trouble, or some sort of scandal's about to come out. And then we watch what the family does in relation to the increase in anxiety. Um, or perhaps it's just something as simple as the family's had a strong reaction to you not coming to a family function. Um, because again, we can get along very, very well if we're going along with the family idea. Um, and the true test of a developmental maturity within a family system is how well do we manage when somebody makes a stand of individuation? So let's say, for example, um, oh, uh, there's an expectation that um, everybody has to gather together for Sunday lunch. Um, um, so we've got mum and dad, the children are adults, they've moved away, they're in relationship, they've got kids. But regardless of anybody's life, at 12 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, we all need to gather for lunch. Um, that's that's the family expectation. Um, and it's very interesting to watch what can happen when one of us decides that they don't want to do that anymore or they don't want to do that every Sunday um, because it's starting to impact their own relationship with their partner and their own children because we've got sport to do, we've got all these other things, and all of a sudden I feel the pressure of my family of origin demanding I still show up for Sunday lunch, whilst at the same time my family, my immediate family system of my partner and my kids um, are demanding my time, my attention, things need to be done around our house, maybe we're fatigued from the week and we could use that time to rest and recover, and by wanting to set a little bit more individuation between ourselves and our family, then this is where we can see the idea of perhaps guilting or shaming coming out from the family system. Um, you know, uh, for example, when one of our siblings rings us to have a go, how could you not be coming to lunch this Sunday? Um, you know how much effort everybody puts in to food preparation and it's all going to go to waste. How could you be so selfish? Um, how could you only think of yourself? Um, we're all showing up. We're all good family members. What on earth is wrong with you? Is it your partner? Is uh, are they are they you know getting in your ear? Is that why you're not showing up? Um, so we can we can find that um, someone in the family system can use guilt or shaming or criticalness against us in order to kind of, because the family's now anxious, hang on a moment, why, why aren't you, 
why aren't you doing what the family expects us all to do? What, 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 what is this that you're behaving in a way that's not consistent with the rest of us? Um, so instead of managing our own anxiety around that, because we've probably got, um, we're probably overly anxious, we've probably over responded to the fact that you want to show up every second Sunday rather than one. Um, and how we're going to manage that is now we're going to fixate on your behavior and what you're doing wrong, how selfish you are, don't you feel guilty for what you're doing, or I'm going to try to evoke guilt. And this is where we have to have a kind of an idea about the distant difference between being guilted and having guilt that serves the family system as it stands, and those moments where we truly have guilt around a behavior because, hey, I haven't lived up to my my idea of what's integrous and sits within my values. And so being able to start to, to discern between the kind of guilt that serves the family and pulls you back in, even though you're resistant to that, even though you're going to pay uh, a, a price in some way for that, compared to genuine guilt. And the more we can start to sift the difference between the kinds of emotions that we have that serve our family system and our genuine individuated emotions, the more we can shop in our family in a more adult and mature kind of way, rather than just complying or resentfully giving in because I've been guilted into it. Um, and then I'm going to go with this sense of resentment or I'm going to that frustration that I'm now feeling because I feel forced into going to um to, to lunch because I'm yet I'm not as yet able to make um, a self-autonomous stand, um, um, then um, I might find that I take that out on my immediate family system, my partner and my kids, because now I'm frustrated. Um, so I become overly fixated on other things because I don't want to face the fact that I can't make a healthy adult stand within my family system. Um, and it's not a stand that's excluding the family, it's just setting up a bit more healthy distance. But if the family doesn't believe in that, if we believe in a mesh, if we're a more of a meshed family system, then your individuated stand is going to actually create quite a lot of anxiety and reactivity. And then one of the ways that we try to suck you back in is by evoking guilt in you, um, by evoking anxiety. Um, and again, this if we're buying into. So what what do we do here if the family tries to guilt us um, into doing something that we maybe don't have the energy to do or we don't want to do? Um, and this is hence where the, the dynamics become tricky. Because if I go back in to try to placate my family, try to rescue them from their anxiety, try to soothe their anxiety, um, then I'm taking away from them, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking on their feelings rather than staying and managing my own. Um, no, no, it's not about that. Um, look, um, we, we won't come today, but I'll tell you what, um, I'll come during the week and, and now I'm, I'm trying to buy off a compromise that might even cost me even more during the week because I'm busy and I can't get there and then I show up in resentment or I show up in frustration um, and then we end up in a big fight anyway um, because um, I'm, I'm far too compromised. I've paid too big a price of self for the connectedness and, and developing um, 
self-individuation within a family is the ability to be, um, or what they call in Bowen's family systems, self-differentiation is the ability to be self, but also connected and maintain a sense of healthy self whilst maintaining connection to others. Um, but sometimes, depending on our our the background and the environment that we grew up in, we may not have seen too many healthy examples of that. Um, so if we sense that we're being guilted into doing something that is going to be too compromising for us, then what are some of the things we can do? The first thing is that we're not, we're refusing to absorb the anxiety of the family, we're just observing it. And then we're being careful not to react to that anxiety, especially if I have anxiety because I know my family is anxious. Then probably the first thing I need to do is manage my own anxiety. I'm noticing I'm having a reaction to the family's reaction to me not coming to lunch or us not coming to lunch. And they're trying all these different kind of ways to get me to, to give up my position. Um, so I'm, I'm aware that these hooks are coming at me. I'm aware of how those hooks make me react. And I'm managing my own anxiety first. I'm observing how I'm, re how I'm responding to their response. And then I'm looking to get to a place of calmness and centered because the moment I react to that reaction, I actually have given myself away. I'm now back in the family system. So that if I react to the reaction by going into rescuer or compliance um, or submission, um, or I go the other way into a persecutory attack style, um, where I just go, um, oh, I don't give a, I don't give a, I couldn't care less what you think. How dare you accuse me of, of not thinking of mum and dad? How dare you accuse me of not being a, you know, a, a, a worthy family member? Look at all these things I've done for you all. Maybe I'll, I'll pull out a, you know, a, a, a list of my, my historic givings to the family that I might use to defend and justify myself. And if I'm making that persecutory style defence, um, then I've actually lost my stance and I've paradoxically that defense is actually feeds into the system's anxiety. It doesn't do anything to healthily stay out of the system's anxiety. I've, I've actually just played straight back into the dynamic because in the family system, what I'm most used to is either you comply or you become combative, but either way, those are responses that keep you in the system as the system stands. You're, you're reactive now to my reaction, um, and then I can get angry at you and judge you and, oh, they, you know, I, all I, all I was doing was ringing them up to, you know, get them to come to family dinner and they were just so rude to me. Um, so, and again, these reactions spiral and build on reactions and we don't actually get to any more healthy relating. Um, so we have to be very aware of our reaction to other people's reactions and where does that tend to send us? And one of the hardest things we can do is, is just sit in the position that we've taken without overly defending it, without getting overly angry. We're just, um, this is, I understand that you're upset that, I, that we won't be attending um, dinner at lunch this Sunday, um, but we have other things to do. Oh, what other things? What could be more important than your family? Like I said, I'm, I have no interest in 
um, going into it. I understand that you're not happy with the choice. I'm, I'm sorry that that's the case. And we will still be doing what we need to do. We we need to do some um, things at home. We need, So it's, you know, it, we're not overly defending. We're not overly justifying. We're not overly attacking back because, as I say, these are just more of the same. Um, we're just taking a position and we're holding that position in a non-reactive way. Um, and so it can be a case where we just become a broken record um, and just say the same thing over and over. Um, like I said, won't be attending um, other priorities this week, but hope you all have fun at dinner. Anyway, apart from that, how is, so we can, you know, we might segue off into another another kind of topic, you know. Um there's a lot more to this, but as far as kind of a, an episode of, of this, i would open this up. Um, but I think getting to a place where we're not buying into old family dynamics um, and getting better and better at that and, and getting, if, if we are able to work on our self-maturity, our, um, our selfing, healthy selfing in relation to the connection to others, then actually I, I think this is the most loving and caring thing that we can do, um, that we are prom promoting healthy closeness, not um, total enmeshment, um, that we are promoting the ability to be okay taking up different positions in the family without that freaking everybody out and causing a whole set of reactions that demand that everybody come back to feeling the same way, behaving the same way and thinking the same way. Otherwise, this is deep disloyalty to the family. Um, but this certainly can be anxiety provoking as we start to work towards showing up um, a bit more in healthy self. Um, but I... But again, I would encourage you to start to, even if you're not yet ready to do something about it, but just starting to notice when, you know, if you're feeling guilt, what's that about? Is is that about guilt that's been evoked by the family and a sense of obligation and duty um, and childlike fear of abandonment that's being evoked in you, um, if you feel a sense of age regression, or is that about a genuine sense of kind of, no, I this is something that I can do and I want to do and I'm okay to do it. Um, like I said, we're, we're, we're making that, we're getting greater clarity on family guilt versus self-guilt. Um, so there's a lot more that can be said on 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 this kind of topic and, and the idea of showing up as a healthy, mature self in relationship and connection to others. Um, what I would say about this, there, there's a lot of good material out there around seeing how our family system influences ourselves. If we're talking about family roles relative to uh, that stems out of the kind of work with alcoholic family systems, um, things like family constellation, where we're looking at how we fit into the whole, or Bowen's um, family systems theory. Um, that that is one I certainly would encourage. Um, if you're looking for references on this, um, certainly one that I would recommend is a gentleman called Jerry Wise. He's got a YouTube channel, Jerry Wise Relationship Systems. I think his work is excellent. Um, if you're looking for books, there's a book called Growing Yourself Up by Jenny Brown. Um, some of the writings of people like Brene Brown and Glennon Doyle start to come uh, at this angle of, of healthy selfing. 
Um, and then you've got some some of the edited works of a gentleman called Peter Teitelman. Um, some of the books that he edited, one is called Differentiation of Self, another is Triangles, um, Bowen Family Systems, Theories, Perspectives. These are heavy texts, um, uh, so might, may or may not be, unless it's something that really captures your attention, but I, would, but I certainly think anything that helps us and models out healthy relating in family systems and healthy responding to anxiety within family and anxiety within self um, is definitely going to be something that helps us going forward. So um, I'm certainly intending to do some more topics around this, um, but, I, but I hope this gives you something to think about and use um, going forward. So there we go. Um, that's today's episode. Thank you for listening. Um, as always, for those who've been following the show for uh, right the way through for a long time, my from wherever you are in the world, my profoundest gratitude to you. Thank you for taking the time out. If you've just joined us, uh, the way you can support the show, certainly hope you've enjoyed the episode. Um, you can go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and leave a five-star review as it helps to make it easier for others to uh, find the program, and thank you in advance for that. Uh, the program is also available on Stitcher, Podbean, and other podcast mediums, as well as at the website emergencetraining.com.au. And of course, I also have the Sean Healy Relationship Resourcing Series on YouTube if you want to kind of check us out on that platform too. Um, if you've got any ideas for episodes, by all means, um, reach out to me at the website. Um, be more than happy if I think I can put something forward, then happy to kind of have a go. Um, so, uh, but apart from that, um, yeah, realizing what's systems guilt and what's our guilt, I, I think is, and, and then deciding how we want to respond to that rather than react. I think is is very fundamental and uh, will help the quality of your relationships and uh, give you a greater sense of self and self-peace going forward. So thanks for listening. And until we're with each other on another episode, bye for now.